Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, Life Changing Radio, WJMM. So grateful that you've tuned in this morning. And I'm so blessed to be a part of this radio station and this program, the Encounter Radio Show. Email me at bill at the Hope Encounter. If you have any prayer requests, anything I can pray for you, uh, for more information about Encounter, uh, your support is desperately needed uh, so that we can continue to uh, be broadcasting this show for you, hopefully for years to come. Uh, for more information about how you can do that, please go to thehopeencounter.org. And I also want to let you know that on September 22nd, uh, on a Friday night, the Encounter Live services are going to resume on September 22nd, and that's going to be at 1301 Brandon Road, free dinner at 530. You don't have to register. You don't have to sign up. Uh, just If you want you want a night of great encouragement, uh, you want a night of, of discovering your real true identity in Christ, come to our fall kickoff, our fall launch on that good Friday, on that great Friday night, September 22nd. This morning on the Encounter Radio Show, I want to talk to you a little bit about prayer. Uh, I want to encourage you in your prayer life. I want to encourage you in your faith because the two go hand in hand. Notice that the two things that the disciples asked Jesus for was to increase our faith and teach us how to pray. I think if the disciples who followed Jesus, uh, if those were the two main things that they asked Jesus for, those would be two good things for us to continually ask God for. Increase our faith because the Bible says that God's given us a measure of faith, but it's up to us to, to use our faith and to operate in faith and to pray in faith, to pray the prayer of faith, and to, and to do everything by faith. Because the Bible says it's impossible to please God without it. And I want to be a God pleaser. And I don't know about you, but whatever I learn, uh, whatever I learn about prayer, there's always so much more to be learned. And we can go through a hundred lifetimes and still not learn everything there is to know uh, about prayer. And I want you, if you're listening to the Encounter Radio Show, to always be encouraged. A lot of my talks are about prayer. Um, Today is going to be one of them. Tomorrow, Lord willing, will be another one. And I want you to pray more effectively. I want you to take your prayer life to a whole new level. If you can pray more effectively, you're going to be blessed more. You're going to have more peace. You're going to have more favor. You're going to know God better. You're going to have his wisdom. You see, wisdom is always seeing things from God's perspective. And when it comes to the mystery of prayer, because prayer is a mystery, there's no formulas when it comes to prayer, we always need to have proper perspective. For example, in 1 John 5, there's a great promise right here. It says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. I mean, I just want to say, that's an incredible promise. It's one of the greatest prayer promises in the entire Bible. And if you're listening, how many of you would like to know that you can have your prayers heard when they line up with the will of the Father? Of course you do. I do. Andrew Murray put it this way. He said, believer, abide in Christ, for there is the school of prayer, mighty, effectual, answer-bringing prayer. Abide in him, and you shall learn what to so many is a mystery, that the secret to the prayer of faith is the life of faith, the life that abides in Christ alone. 
Now listen, there are many reasons to pray. The Bible gives us many, many reasons to, to pray. But the purpose of prayer is not getting hold of the answers, but getting hold of God. See, the purpose of prayer is to grow my relationship with my Father in heaven, to get to know God more, to spend time with him, to be in his presence. You see, when I'm in Christ, in other words, my heart, my motives are totally sold out for the king and his kingdom, and I live this radical life for Jesus, separated from the world, consecrated for Jesus, loving Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, the Word, loving others the same way like we talked about the past couple of days on the Encounter Radio Show, extending grace and forgiveness, and trust and believe the scriptures like 2 Corinthians 1.20, which says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken to us by the glory of God. Again, what an incredible promise that for all the promises God has made that are for us, that's the clarification, that are for us. Not every promise God has made is for us, but the ones that are for us, they are yes and in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Knowing that, I have to spend the rest of my life discovering the wonder and mystery of prayer. So do you. I mean, I can tell you story after story about how God has answered our prayer. Provisional prayers. I mean, on separate occasions. I, I mean, I needed a $10,000 miracle. God knew it. I didn't tell anybody about it. I walk into a meeting uh, a day after I prayed fervently about it, and some guy approaches me and said, Bill, I don't know why I'm doing this, but the Holy Spirit told me to write you a check for $10,000. Now, God's not a, an, an, a, you know, a spiritual ATM machine. It's not about the money. It's about consecration. It's about submitting to him. There are difficult things that God has uh, revealed to me in prayer. There are places he told me to go that I didn't really want to go, but I had to go because he told me to go. There are things that God did for me through the power of prayer uh, that is just one miracle. I, I mean, I've got a list of literally hundreds of miracles that God has done in my life, all because of the power of prayer, whether, it me, whether the encounter I had with Charles Stanley, encounters I've had with other pastors like Jim Cimbala, uh, Carter Collin, Times Square Church, uh, God providing houses for us, there's just so many miracles to talk about that I've, I've spoken about on this radio station. And when you live like that and you experience the faithfulness of God and you know that God has answered a prayer that you've been praying, there's going to be times when heaven is going to seem so close and your prayers are going to seem so powerful. I mean, I prayed literally for people who've been healed and they've been healed. I've also prayed for people who haven't been healed. That's what I'm going to get to here in a second. And for every answer that is yes and amen to God be the glory, we should record them as a reminder of God's faithfulness and the fact that he always hears us when we pray. And we need to remember God's faithfulness and his answered prayers. But my prayer experience is not always like a UK basketball recruit, one and done and then off to greater things. A lot of my prayer requests get delayed. Some go without answers for years. Some are not yet. Some get adjusted. Some take a little more time than just praying. Some take prayer and fasting. Some prayers need a little bit more intensity and faith added to them. Some of them take crying out. Some of my prayers are garden prayers, praying prayers of gratitude and thanks 
for what's around me. Some of them are Garden of Gethsemane prayers where I'm agonizing and wrestling with God to take this cup from me. But nonetheless, thy will be done instead of my will and what I'm praying for. Some of my prayers need to reflect my trust in the king and his kingdom, no matter how my prayers get answered. But trying to figure out how God answers prayers? Why do some prayers get answered right away? Why some don't? Why some get delayed? Why do some prayers take years before they get answered? Do you know that your prayers often outlive your life? The Bible says that our prayers are stored in bowls that get presented before God in heaven. Imagine that. What, 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 a, what a visual. What are the answers to all these mysteries of how God answers our prayers? Why does God heal someone and let someone else suffer? I've heard people in the body of Christ give really dumb answers to that. When I believe there are certain things that simply can't be explained this side of heaven. See, I don't have the answers. And some of the answers are never going to be answered this side of heaven. I love baseball. Favorite teams the New York Yankees. They're horrible this year. But here's the deal about a baseball player today in the major leagues. If you play baseball and strike out seven out of ten times, in the major leagues, consistently, you might just get a $300 million contract. You see, it's not that my prayer batting average is better than yours if you're listening. But I will tell you this. I'm going down swinging for the fences. I'm, praying for, I'm, pray, I'm going down swinging and praying for the fences. Because here's the deal. I learned this playing basketball. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. See, here's the deal about prayer. I know he hears me. And after today, my prayer is that you'll always know that he hears you when you pray. Someone once said, sometimes God says no. Sometimes God says slow. And sometimes God says go. If the request is wrong, God says no. If the timing is wrong, God says slow. If you're wrong, God says grow. But if the request is right and the timing is right, God says go. But here's where prayer and trusting God in his word gets a little tricky. Did you ever pray something knowing it was the will of God? I feel like God didn't answer that prayer. Do you feel like God said no and because of that you gave up praying? Anybody listening? Is that you? Friends? Me too. Many times. Well, here's the deal. If we believe that we know what we have, we ask what we ask. Why does God seem to be distant at times when we pray and make us wait before our prayers get answered? I mean, the Bible does say the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person produces good results, right? In other words, there are different ways to pray in different circumstances. That's why we have to devote our lives to learning how to pray. See, when Jesus taught lessons on prayer, they were not easy lessons. They were hard lessons to live out. In Mark 11, he tells us that we can pray for mountains to be removed from our lives if we just pray with faith. But all we have to do is, is really believe that what we're praying for, we receive it, and, he'll be, and it'll be ours. Those mountains, whatever they are, we're not talking about physical mountains. We're talking about obstacles. We're talking about giants in our lives. We're talking about opposition. We're talking about problems. We're talking about insurmountable major issues that in our own strength we can never defeat but he takes a condition to it he says first forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against well that's hard 
We talked about that earlier this week. In Luke 11, Jesus is teaching about praying to a friend at midnight who said, don't bother me. The door's already locked. This is a picture of prayer. He won't answer you. He won't answer until you keep on knocking with boldness and shameless audacity. That's hard. But you got to keep doing it. And you got to keep doing it until you get an answer. Then there's the parable of the persistent widow and the unjust judge. Where the the persistent widow would never give up. She attempted to wear the judge out with her coming. Again, it's a picture of prayer. We We have to attempt to wear God out with our coming and our request. That's hard. That's why Jesus said in Luke 18, 1, we should always pray and never give up. And maybe it's my upbringing in New York City. Always living the fast-paced life, life in the fast lane. One thing about me is I don't like waiting. I don't like traffic jams. I don't like waiting on grocery lines when someone gets to a 15-line item with 25 things in their cart. Can't stand a slow computer. Can't stand waiting in a drive through line, waiting for a cup of coffee that's going to make me more impatient. I don't like waiting. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have the tendency to pray that way. When I don't get the answers I want, I get frustrated at times and miss what God's doing and what he wants to teach me. You see, when Jesus taught us how to pray, there was one common theme in most of his teachings on prayer. You know what it was other than praying with faith? It's the fact that God doesn't answer our prayers right away all the time. And we have to understand that. But keep coming, keep bothering, keep knocking, keep praying, and keep believing. Because here's the deal. God always hears us. And I'm going to share more about that tomorrow on the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser. Thank you for tuning in today.